ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts proudly brings to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Oh yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Ned. And it's Ned. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And don't forget, you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Yay. Yay. Go check out NerdThugRadio.com because this is the last week you will probably see it in its current form as it is about to be under construction. Ooh. Changing it up for the revamp. That's right. We're doing a remodel. We got that Nerd Thug Sports every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. And that Nerd Thug Wrestling every Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. That's right. Check us out. So check those shows out. This is episode 201 of Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, That's a lot of episodes. Let me ask you this question. Uh, false. Question. Uh, Have you C, seen the Bermuda the Triangle? No. Okay. Have you seen the first photos of Will Smith as the genie in the live-action Aladdin? I have not. Frightening. Really? Straight up frightening. He's just It's, it's just Will Smith, but blue. I don't... It's, it's worse than that. First of all, Will Smith is the greatest rapper alive. I'm not even sure... No, I am 100% positive that it is worse than the Titans' first uh, photo Ooh. drops. It's that bad. It's terrifying. Really? This movie's going to flop because of this. Do you think, like... 100%. Uh, Disney doesn't make flops, though. Yeah, they do. Of course they do. What was what was the last? They Disney? make they made animated flops. Well, this is a live action, though. So True. Wh- what was the last live action Disney movie that didn't do well? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but I can find I, it. I want to say that Cinderella didn't do that well, but it probably did. Um, did they do a live action Cinderella. Yeah, they did. See, never heard of it. Flop. No, I don't think it did. Uh, because Beauty and the Beast followed Cinderella. And Beauty and the Beast did really well. Really well. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Listen to this. Emma Watson had in her contract. She's so hot. She's. I'm a massive fan of hers. She had in her contract that if Beauty and the Beast did better than Maleficent, she would get like a five million dollar bonus. What? Apparently, Maleficent? there's something in her where she was competitive with Angelina Jolie for like she wanted to be like the top live action Disney lady or something. Oh, okay. And so it was a, it was a bonus in her contract. But they're doing like a Maleficent 2, I think. They are coming back and doing a second one, yeah. But Will Smith looks terrifying. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, you keep talking, I'm going to find it. Here's the, my my thought on this first of all. You got to sometimes see things in context. Like I can see where a photo Stop trying to defend Will Smith. I will always defend Will Smith. Will Smith has an ardent permanent supporter in me. Uh, Will Smith has never made a bad decision. In we, his, are, we are living in the Willennium. We are, and we is the only reason we went to Miami. Uh, thank you, Big Willie style. Uh, I, I truly... First of all, photos sometimes... Terrifying. Are, uh, terrifying. No, nah, that's not that bad. Nico, that's not that bad. Nico, terrifying. It's pretty, it's pretty spooky. That's not, Terrifying. That's not that bad. It is terrifying. But a genie should be a little bit spooky. Not this genie. You don't think so? No, I'm saving this and I'm putting it up on the Facebook page. You know what I do think is is a little bit weird right now is I don't know that I would have wanted to be in the role that Robin Williams did. Like yeah, Robin Williams' genie was crazy brilliant. I don't know that I would want to follow that. Save photos about to go up on the Facebook. I, I <sighs> it's terrifying. 
That doesn't bother me because I, I, I bet it's going to look really good on the big screen. No, it's not. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a really big fan of any of the Disney remakes so I haven't far. seen any of them yet uh, either. I like the Jungle Book one. I saw that one. Uh, did you? Yeah, I like that one. It's pretty okay. good. Uh, but that's the only one I've seen. I the think. voice action has been great in these. Like Bill Murray, they said, killed it in Jungle Book. And John Favreau was the one who made that. John and, uh, Favreau. Idris Elba was the the big panther or whatever yeah. it is. He was good. Uh, John Favreau. The Dumbo one looks pretty good. Does it? Tim yeah. Burton. Yeah, yeah Dumbo looks good. I don't, I don't good. know, man. Is it Tim Burton and uh, Danny DeVito is in that? Yes. Do you know Danny DeVito? Uh, he calls this his Tim Burton Circus Trilogy finale. Nice. Um, because he did uh, the Penguin. The Penguin. Yeah. was very circus themed. And then I guess there's something else that Tim Burton and him did together that was also circus themed. I don't know what it would have been, though. I don't know either. We'll have to look it up in the break. Yeah, but so Danny DeVito is like, yeah, this is my circus finale, my circus trilogy finale with Tim Burton. So they're uh, they're um, saying that there is a uh, possibility Disney they may do a live action Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm actually genuinely upset. Don't do that, please. I know. I mean, would it work? Or would yeah. It not why work? not? Yeah. Listen, the way special effects oh, are the now, there is nothing they can't do. I, I firmly believe that now. We're almost to the point now where good special effects can lay over live television. So, like, I don't believe for a second that they couldn't do a good job with Cause, yeah, Nightmare cause Before Christmas. They're doing Lion King as well. Is that right? Uh, Lion, See, like, yeah, I don't Lion understand. Like, there's the nothing. Right now. There's literally nothing. It's literally just a remake. It's not even a live action one. They're just doing it in 3D this time. Well, it's not animated. It's uh. What well, no, like, it is, it is animated. animated. Yeah, but it's, like, but it's like new animation. Yeah, it's it's like realistic it's photo. like CG animation. Yeah, exactly. It, not it, like pencil and paper animation. Correct. Uh, that one, which I, is not which, cartoony. That one, I'm I'm less right because there's not any real people. On there's that no one. point. There's no point to doing that one. But it's one of their biggest ones, so they're going. <laughs> Imagine to do being it. Jungle Book and being the only <laughs> actor. <laughs> You're just green screening the whole time. Well, I mean, he pretty much was. Now, John Favreau, though, he's made his whole career out of that. I was going to mention Zathura. Was, Good one. Was basically it's Jumanji two. It's Jumanji two, and it's 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 him and it's it's him in that house with Dak Shepard and the two boys for like. Was it Dak Shepard? Yeah. Or was, I thought it was Joel McHale. No, Dax Shepard. Was it Dax? Yeah. The Daxinator. The Daxinator. Um, I just watched a thing that I found where basically uh, where Dax had got himself banned from Conan for like... That's not a bad idea. 15 years. <laughs> and it's because when Conan was selling their 10th anniversary DVDs, uh, Dax apparently was uh, under the influence of some things. Nice. And uh, he made fun of the special features. <laughs> he was like, neat, Dax. He was like, he was like, hey, let me see. And he's like, ooh, watch Conan nap. I don't know. This feels like a hot item. <laughs> like, he was, like, teasing him. But and to be fair, Conan had been teasing him. Like, they had been going back and forth friendly. And then at the at, at the end, like, the, had the title is, this is why Dax Shepard couldn't come back to Conan. So, you know, like, Conan felt differently about it. So he's being mean to me. He's being real mean. It's the first time I know of of Conan being petty. Yeah, Conan being petty. Because I like Conan O'Brien, don't you? No, I've never watched him. Really? Never been a fan. What you really should watch is the forehead's too big for me. Oh, okay. Uh, You should watch the (laughs) documentary when he got fired from the Night Show. (laughs) From the Tonight Show, he was like he was banned from television for like uh, twelve months or fourteen months or something like that. And so he goes on like a tour, like six months before the TBS thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, and they, they, there was a documentary about it where he's just essentially it's just him kind of hanging out. Yeah, and just going through the process and talking about it and all that. Going through the it, process. It was really – I had never liked him before that documentary, but he came across really likable, really personable. And then when I tuned into the TBS show, he kind of carried that over. Also, Tom Hanks is the best first guest you could ever you're have. A, you're a big fan of talk shows, though. I am, but like Late only show all, with Night, John Oliver and yeah. the Conan. But I just a, like Between the Two Ferns. <laughs> That's the only one I like. There's an air of like of like authenticity that that I look for though in those things. And like John Oliver, I I believe when he speaks. Like I think that that's really John Oliver. And Conan O'Brien bought me or convinced me after the documentary. He sold it to you. He did. That he's being himself. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, I don't really buy. Uh, Stephen Colbert, I like. I don't know if that's him or not. It's hard to tell. True. Um, true. 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 But like I I do I do buy into the authenticity. The only really talk show. That I really would watch uh, when Chelsea Handler had her own show. She's that honest. one was pretty good. She's super honest because it'd be her. Then she had the three uh, like yeah. guest comedians. Yeah, oh, they were so funny. They're, she's on Netflix now with her own. Yeah, thing. Um, so funny. Uh, she she is very honest. Talk soup. Talk soup was with that was Joe a fun one. You know, he was like the fifth talk soup host. Yeah, I remember the. He's other the only ones. famous one. He's the only not the famous one. I would say only one I remember. The other ones were no. Craig Kilborn started it. Yeah, I don't remember him. Um, I mean, I know who he is, but like, I don't remember him being on that show. And Craig Kilborn went from talk soup to Daily Show. He's the guy yeah. who launched Daily Show. Yeah. Um, he then left Daily Show. Where is he now? Well, and that's the weird thing. He left Daily Show for quote unquote bigger and better. John Stewart took over Daily Show, and then bam! John Stewart blew it up. He's the guy who turned the Daily Show into a real force, and it was a real force by the end of it. And if you look at the careers that did, Craig Kilborn try to go like real news? No, he always thought he was funny, but he was like jerk, sarcastic funny. Yeah, that's Joe McHale for you. It, it is. You're right, and it's a talk soup staple, but it doesn't work at the other. I stuff. saw his live stand up. wasn't as funny as I anticipated because they're not funny. Yeah. Uh, before Joe McHale, it was the actor. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Greg Kinnear. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna look that up in um, the break. Usually plays like jerky stepdad or yeah, new no, jerky boyfriend. Oh, I know of, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, of like your romantic comedy. Oh, lead. I know me some Greg Kinnear. Oh, okay. You guys have history. Yeah, we've got history. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Won't we'll be watching any of his movies lately. Oh, okay. Man, what did, what did Ali Savage do with Greg? Um, but yeah, like it's a. It's a really specific type of comedy that works on Talk Soup, and I don't know that it works anywhere else. Joel McHale isn't that funny. He's got his own show. No, I wouldn't say that. So there was like, okay, so um, what was the college show they were all on? Community. Community. I loved him on Community, but it, but, um, but that's then, acting. Like he's a comedic actor. Yeah, I loved him on Community, and then he had the other show that got canceled where he was like working for a nature. Magazine, never, never. Even. Yeah, that was kind of funny too. Oh, really? And so, like, a whiff it's of like it. you know, I'm gonna go check his stand up out. No, not a fan. No. Well, and didn't he? Didn't he just air a bunch of dirty laundry? Like, wasn't it him just kind of just talking smack? A little bit. Yeah, he was just BS in other cities. Because you saw, you saw him in person, right? Yeah, in person. Yeah, yeah, in person. Won't name it where because they don't sponsor me. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely remember you saying you went and saw him, and, and then when you came back, you were yeah, like, yeah, Valentine's kinda, Day last year. That's right, and you were like, he just kind of badmouthed a lot of people. Yeah, he just badmouthed cities and other people. It wasn't, it wasn't funny. It was mean. And there's yeah, a, there's, it, was, it was mean. There's definitely a difference between funny and mean. No, very true. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And I do a good job of towing that line. A lot of people, a will, a lot of people will tell me I'm funny, 
uh, even when I say messed up stuff, they're like, man, you know what? There's not a lot of people who get away with saying that. I think it's your your uh, appearance. You think so? Yeah, that helps. Being a fat guy? Yeah. You think a skinny guy can't say mean things? No. Um, a skinny, good-looking guy can't say mean things because he either comes off as a douchebag or pretentious. I don't know. Anthony Jeselnik is pretty funny. <laughs> Jeselnik. Yeah, with All a right. name like that. With a name like that. <laughs> we're going to jump out to a break before I say something that gets me kicked off the radio station. <laughs> You're listening to Nerd Thing Radio. Do not go anywhere. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Before we get going, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, two convenient locations uh, in the northern Houston area, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They have got programs for people who are 93, all the way down to the little chitlins that are three years old. Self-defense classes, self-motivation, Tai Chi. Uh, They teach you all kinds of things to protect yourself and to get healthy and to have a good workout. Uh, If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they will give you two, 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 two free weeks of training. That's two free weeks, not eight weeks. (laughs) <laughs> Two free weeks of training. <laughs> Got excited there, didn't you? Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. Big competition going down this Saturday uh, in Umble for uh, the Cox ATA competition team. So You know I have a medal from them. I'm sh- a champion. You do. So shout out to them. Good luck. I mean, the number two uh, nine, ten-year-old in the world might be there. So hopefully she does well. Oh, is that your daughter? Oh, yeah. Was Sadie. that what you were doing? Yeah. You were name dropping? <laughs> yeah. I was name okay. dropping. Uh, you know, I'm already a champion at Cox ATA. Yeah. They, I know. They awarded me a medal. So do you remember um, I, me and him, we bet on fantasy football? Yes. It was somewhere along the lines of if you beat him severely, which you did like a redheaded stepchild, you won some sort of <laughs> he had, free meals for life. Well, no, he had to, <laughs> A, he had to come out and teach like a speed, uh, speed and agility drill. With uh, the baseball team I run. And also, he had to, his wife had to cook us a traditional Filipino meal. Okay. Uh, so I haven't seen him. I don't think I've seen him all year, actually. Like, wow. I've talked to him several times. But Talk about welching on a bet. <laughs> Jeez, nerd ninja. What are you doing? So he sends me a message today, and it's like a, uh, they're eating a traditional Filipino meal, I guess, at his in laws or something. He's like, just thinking about you today. Also, <laughs> I owe you a meal still. I was like, you're dang right you do. <laughs> I'm cashing in quick style. <laughs> I um so I wasn't really clear on what the Filipinos eat. Yeah, um, good food. So the other week I was downtown hanging out with uh, downtown maybe with Julie the Brown. maybe. And uh we went and we we ate at what's called I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop the place just because I had never heard of it and it was interesting. It was called Flippin' 
patties. Flipping patties. And it's Filipino American burgers. Are fusion. The two, yeah, it's, it's a, a fusion. fusion place. I love fusion places. Uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed right it. Right up my alley, the fusion it places. Was, I got a uh, chicken poo-poo. Um, poo-poo. And it came with like a rice that had like a dry garlic cheese powder rub in okay. it. It was, I mean, it was good. Like I didn't have a complaint. Dynamite. Um, the chicken was like in almost like a wing sauce. That was like the American flavor of it. Nice. Uh, it was good. It was real good. It's an interesting little place. It's, it's you know, it's down there in the inner corridor if you're that way. But yep. uh, I had never been. And so I didn't know what to expect with the Filipino foods though. It was enjoyable. It was. I had, I had, I had a, they I had had a great meal. They have these like their own version of egg rolls. Yeah, they were, they're tiny. They are dynamite. Two of those come with the meal. So at the Cox ATA Martial Arts Christmas party that I was elegantly invited to to represent Nerd Thug Radio. You, that's not, you can't be elegantly. Invited. I was. They elegantly handed me an invitation that said, as a member, as one of, we sponsor you guys and I want you here front row at our gala. Okay. Uh, they serve Filipino egg rolls. I had tons of them. Yeah, no. And then there was so much left over, they sent me home with a Ziploc baggie. Oh, man. They saw you. you were, they were like, it he's was the, the greatest. He's the guy who's gotten into these. It was the greatest. I did a, I got it like a side order. We each ordered something, and I got like a little side order of fries, because I know how girls Ooh. always try and dip into your food. No, they don't. That's always the way to avoid that. It's just to get an extra little no, they don't. middle plate dish. Girls don't dip into women or to men's food. Girls don't do that. No. Your wife doesn't reach across and go, No. Rah. I reach across and take her food. Wow. Wow. I don't, first of all, I That's don't, touch, when you, no, listen, I don't touch other people's food. Listen, you have to get your own plate, and then when she goes, she's like, wait a minute. You stop her, and then you pick up a piece, and then you put it in her mouth. It's called romance, Corey. That looks creepy. <laughs> Not you're, doing, you're doing 200% eye contact right now as you try to get away from me. That is so <laughs> disgusting. Try it one time, bro. Um, listen, I know what's going on. Like, I fork, just try something. I fork jab them. No, just try I, something. I fork jab them, and I go, look, I got a middle plate for you, lady. Try something new, why don't Fork you? Jab. Try hey, something new. Get to the middle plate. Speaking of women and men. Get, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> have you seen they've, Tiny they've, spray bottle. <laughs> they've ordered uh, the Why the Last Man series? Yeah, I just saw a set photo. Yeah, um, pretty neat sounding, huh? That's a that's a book you were huge into. It yeah? was a great book. It was a great story. Brian K. Vaughn, it was really like his breakout. He does indie. saga as well, doesn't he? He, uh, he does. And he has become a probably... Uh, probably top five, top ten comic book writer at I'm this beh- point. I'm behind on Saga. Um, well, it's on hiatus, so you've got time. Good, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but he, but he basically, this was like his his big break was why the last man and uh, the the premise is there's some sort of virus or disease and it seemingly kills every man on the planet except for this guy named Yorick Brown, and he's this immature wannabe mu- uh, magician whose girlfriend just, like, left for a school trip to Australia, a college trip to Australia, and may not be coming back. And so he's, like, this young boy who's going to become a man, and suddenly the whole world goes to, you know, heck in a handbasket. So it's a really interesting story. Um, It's got a really interesting backstory, too, to the sense that when it broke out, it was going to be a movie a bunch of times. Uh, Just to give you an idea of, like, the age of the character, it was going to be... Shia LaBeouf. I love me some Shia LaBeouf. It was going to be Shia LaBeouf for about five years on like a trilogy of movies. Love me some Shia LaBeouf. Uh, the director was a guy named DJ Caruso who was going to do it, and he wound up just like, it took so long to get the wheels going that he just moved on to other movies, and Shia LaBeouf went on to Transformers and other things. And Bada boom, there yeah. you go. Uh, but yeah, so they ordered that uh, coming up. That sounds pretty good. How sad were you 
when you opened up your comic shop and you sold all of your Why the Last Man? Uh, that was a hard one to do, but it went to uh, a, 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 friend, friend. a friend of mine, uh, and, and, and she bought the... I went ahead and convinced her to just buy all of them, because I had the whole run. And she was like, I'm just take the first one. If I like it, I'll come back. I no. said, no, no. You're going to love it, and you need to just take them all. And she was like, this feels like a pressure sell. And I was like, listen, I'm doing you a favor because these will be gone. You're not, yeah, you're not doing me a favor yeah. by any means. <laughs> I'm taking my favorite story of all time. <laughs> it is a, but it's a beautiful story. It has a beginning and a conclusion, and, the, and there's arcs and growth and just big moments in it. It was a really good story. It'll make a great TV show. Yeah, Where I, is it going? Uh, I'll look. Sorry, keep talking. Um, but it was really, it's a really good story. The, the, the other interesting avenue of it is that his mom is a senator. And then because of her, I think she's the speaker of the house, perhaps. So she winds up being the highest ranking government official who survives the plague. So she is now president. Ah. And so she's trying to rebuild America and her son is the last man possibly on earth. So he's like a national treasure. So she dispatches a security agent to like keep him in line. FX. F- oh, that'll be, re- FX. that'll be really good. I bet Seth Rogen's attached then. You think so? He usually, he has a relationship with FX and comic projects. That seems, that seems really like right up his alley. It kind of does. Diane Lane. I guess he's, she's playing the mom? Probably, yeah. Because she winds up, yeah, that, the mom will be president by the end of the first episode, probably. Barry Keoghan? Kogan? Uh, I'm going to look, look, look him up. Yeah. Um... Uh, Coogan, C O O G A N. No, it's no? with a K. Oh, okay. Um, He's an Irish actor. He was in Dunkirk. Oh, that's who's going to be playing the the guy. No, I was. Is Seth Rogen one of the producers? Yeah, that that's a good look. I could see that being York. Uh, let me get back to that part. Uh, his sister survives. She joins uh, a gang that actually they there's a street gang called the Amazons, and they go like old school Amazonia. They uh, <laughs> there's an actress on here who's joining. Her name is Imogene Poots. Oh, I love her. She uh, was in. She's um, got a great last name. She does. Uh, but she's beautiful. By Imogene Poots. Imogene Poots is gorgeous. When Imogene Poots. She was in uh, Fright Night with Colin Farrell, where he's the vampire. Imogene Poots. Um, it just sounds fun to say. <laughs> uh, hey, but, Imogene Poots. But no, I. Uh, Imogene Poots. It's definitely going to be a really great show. Uh, you think so? Yeah. I, I, this is. I'm looking be, forward to it. This is what I'm already circling. If they do anything close to what the source material, the source material laid them out a, a roadmap forever. They could go forever because he basically a lot of it is him going on these. He's trying. He has a goal he's trying to get to, but he gets stopped along the way with all these little mini adventures. So like they they could have a seven, twelve, twenty season story. You know if they know how much time they have, yeah. right? Before they have to go. Oh, okay. Now let's reunite everybody in finale. Finish this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I um. I haven't decided yet if I like store like comic book stories, for instance, or even movies that have a beginning and end. I mean, they have a begin all of them, but an end. An end. Um, yeah. Like a lot of times, I'm watching something. I just want it to go on forever. No, I do agree. This one, the end was was good. The payoff is good enough that I was like, okay, I'm in. You know what I mean? Um, like, and not even necessarily like. Uh, so let's just take the Harry Potter um, franchise, for instance. I hated that ending. I uh, yeah, the ending I wasn't a fan of, but like. Seven was it six movies? Seven movies? Eight movies? Seven Eight movies that I was so into, and it ends, and there's just nothing. Like I want to know what hap- I want to know what keeps happening. Make more of these. Well, for that one, they really could have continued their stories, yeah. but instead they bookend it with Lego prequels. Well, well, they bookend it with at the end. They she kind of summarizes all their lives in the book, yeah. where she's like, "Harry's now an accountant, or whatever it is he does." Well, now. he's got now. He's like, uh, they've got 
Pottermore, what she does, where she like right. updates people and like what their lives are still doing, which is kind of a cool deal. But I want more movies. Yeah, I want stories. Like Lord of the Rings, the same thing. Like it ended, but I want more. Well, so uh, Dragonlance. It's funny, said how much time do we have? Uh, I'll tell you how much time we have until we have to get out of this segment. You tell me. A minute and a half. All right. So Dragonlance was one of my favorite books. You guys always tease me about the Chronicles. I was telling Nico that I just found that there's a story between the the next trilogy that I know uh-huh. and, the, and the end of the first trilogy that you don't know. There's a middle story that I didn't, I never read before. So I've got, I have all the books now, and I'm getting into it now. And it literally chronicles like four or five years after the big adventure Neat. that happens. And so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that this story was about that t- period in time. And so now I was all excited because like reintroduced the character. And I was like. These are my guys. I love these guys. These are my guys. I'm down with these guys. You know, I couldn't decide if I wanted just to go ahead and read Dune, but I think I'm just going <laughs> to wait for the new movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> no, I don't. Listen, there are no pictures inside the Dune book. I, I don't know. think you should open it. I got like four <coughs> chapters in, but. No, now, you didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you. you didn't. Now I'm just going to try. Wait for the movie. I couldn't tell you what actually happened. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's it's all a blur a, in my head. Well, a, it's been a while, and B, like there's a lot going on in that thing. There is. It's a really big book. The mythology is very deep. Um. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So I'm just gonna wait for the movie. <laughs> that way, just watch the remake, and I'll catch up on it. Well I, one time I uh, I was started to read it, and um, on Showtime, the old Dune came out on Showtime. So I was like, <laughs> I'll record this and watch it. Never went back to it. Uh, it's a really bad movie. Well, let's jump out to a really bad break. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. When we come back. Let's talk some Batman. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yuha. I am the Captain <laughs> Joey Savage. That was my Yuha. Uh Corey DLG. <laughs> Ned. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And you can also interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Also, if you missed the show, oh. guess what? We're back on Stitcher. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> For the last 140 episodes, we're like, you can find us on here, here, Stitcher. We haven't been on Stitcher in 140 yeah, episodes. Yeah, I didn't tell you that, Nico. I, uh, I, there was a, there's, so one thing we always, we always encourage people to do is review our product. Right. Rate and review us. Um, so far, all the reviews have been 100% for Joey Savage. Oh, okay. I feel like there's a bias there. Um, <laughs> I paid for none of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, but so there was a thread I was going to join where it was like everybody listens to each other's shows and everybody rate each other's shows. You know, be fair, be honest, but don't be too much of a jerk, but, you know, whatever. So it was like post the link where you go to, to rate or review. So I kept trying to find links. iTunes, it's really hard to get to where the, the product page is. Uh, from a computer. Now, on the phone, I think it's probably easier, but I don't know how to right, link yeah. to that. Um, 
But so I finally was like, okay, well, I'll try Stitcher. So I had already gone through like two different ones trying to find like good link pages to review, and it was kind of difficult. So Stitcher, I log in, and episode 60 is the last episode. <laughs> and I was like, well, so yes, that's he was interesting. Me, he was like, can you look into this? <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know if it's when we switch to Pippa because I feel like we didn't switch to Pippa to like closer to 100. Yeah, because I remember telling but you. Boy, it was, like, was I wrong. It was 60? It was 60, yeah. So, okay, that's what it was then. Okay, because I remember telling him, I was like, hey, if we, when we moved to Pippa, if we didn't. If we didn't send over the new RSS feed, that's probably all it is. And you're like, I don't know. I'll look. That's but exactly what it was. Boom. <laughs> the first time I've made a mistake on the show. I'll, I'll let it slide. Um, I'll let it slide. That was your one. But Okay, so <laughs> get away from that. Missing 140 episodes of the show on the whole platform. <laughs> so episode 200, we discussed a little bit of Batman. Ben yes. Affleck. Yes. Gone. Yeah. So over the last week and a half, there's been all kinds of reports and rumors about who's the next Batman. Batman. Yeah, that's kind of what it's been be like. Uh, I've heard names like Nick Jonas. <laughs> Nick uh, Jonas. Robert. What? Robert Pattinson. Okay, I think Nick Jonas would make a really cool like Robin. Yeah. I think that's a Batman Beyond. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, and then I saw a name that's like, you know what? That would actually be a really good idea for a Batman, and it's the guy who plays Jigsaw in The Punisher. Netflix series. Oh, uh, season two. I'm not. Uh, well, I he's in season one, too. Oh, is he? He's the best friend in season one. Have you seen all of season one? Yeah. He's the best friend in season one that turns on him at the end. Oh. That guy looks like he'd be a good Batman. He's not he's bad. He's a good a good looking man he's for not Bruce bad. Wayne. Yeah, he's not bad. Maybe a little tall, but it's okay. Um, I don't think he's movie star good, though. You don't think so? No. I mean, how can you really say that, though? Yes. I mean. There are certain people who, when you watch them, I'm like, this is TV good. Like I don't think, nah. I don't think Andrew Lincoln could be in a lot of roles in movies, and be as good show? as he is as Rick Grimes about, on Walking. What Dead. about Henry Cavill? Is he a good Superman? I think so. I think Did so. you know that when he was on TV that he'd be a good movie star. Uh, yeah, he. But the other guy in that, so Tudors, we talked about that. Yeah, too, yeah, so yeah. Got to start. But Jonathan Rhys Meyers is also a movie star. I don't think he's that great of a movie star. Oh, I definitely do. Nah, what big movies he been in that was good? Uh, well, but thank you. But uh, point settled. No, because he's still a consistent movie star. I don't care it's if just, he's a con- you, you, you could be a consistent B-rated, C-rated movie star, but it doesn't mean the movie's any good. And you got to, you know, there's tons of actors I like career. who make who make. They just make poor choices. Sometimes you just see people and you're just like, why is that? Like, why? How did you wind up there? Why? I don't know, man. Uh, I, Natasha Henstridge, who did the Species movie. Species. She started out as a model who then is, you know, obviously in Species, model. it's not really a lot of acting. It's it's a lot of being pretty. It's, I, yeah. That's not fair to her to say, but. But it's true. Yeah. Mama. But she didn't. Yeah, exactly. But she didn't transition from that into another. She no. kept taking like statuesque blonde roles instead of trying to find. Things that let her speak, at least, you know? Right. <laughs> and so, like, her career kind of flatlines from there. Um, there's always people where they, it's just, you sort of look around and you wonder, like, who what gave happened? you the advice for that? So, just, I'm putting you on the spot here. Okay. Is there anyone off the top of your head that you think would make a good Batman? Oh, that's a good question. I said I said on the spot. Yeah, you did. I think the guy from Punisher would be good. I could, I can see that. Uh, if it was going to be like I don't, some of the early names that I've seen, like he's my he's my front runner. Oh, he's better than those guys, but I don't like those guys. I don't like those guys for that role at all. I don't think Robert Pattinson can transition from being. I don't think so either. He's not. He's not. There's in just, Twilight to now Batman. There's not enough. Uh, this sounds mean to say. I don't. I don't. I've never. I haven't seen him in any roles where I was like, this is him being a good character. Oh, the, there is one. I got to find you this movie. Okay. So there's a movie with Robert Pattinson. 
and it came out, I want to say, right around the same time the last Twilight movie came out. Is this the one where he's like the big brother? Yeah, and he, 9-11. And he, and he dies or something? In 9-11. Okay. Yeah, he, eh. he's really good in that movie. Eh. I like that. I'm not okay. A, I'm not a big fan of those types of movies, but I like that one. He was okay in that one. I have seen that one. He's okay in that one. Yeah, but, a good one. But the problem is his, his resume hasn't gained any momentum no. since then. Um, so, like, the thing about being Batman is you have to play two people in one movie. That's true. Like, if you're going to be believable in it, you're two people. Yeah, you're Batman and Bruce Wayne. And most of the actors capture one or the other. Like, Ben Affleck was a great Batman. He was only an okay Bruce Wayne. Christian Bale was a great Batman, only an okay Bruce Wayne. Michael Keaton was a great Bruce Wayne. Not a great not Batman. Not a great Batman. Val Kilmer got paid, and George Clooney was in a movie. Um, right. <laughs> like, but they're, they're not, like, they're not known for these... Like being able to, I, I don't know. Like who would I, who could I see being Bruce yeah, right Wayne now. and Batman? Um, it's kind of tough, right? So I would say this, except he's already been Bane. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, um, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy be, is also Venom. Tom Hardy could be both. I think he does a good. Like the think about how different Venom is from Mad Max from Bane. Oh yeah, those are all wildly different roles. And it's him, and I think he could do. I think he Cause, could cause be because now, now that you mentioned that, like I thought, like Eddie Brock was kind of like a little bit goofy in in Venom, right? But in yeah, like but he's super serious as Max, and then Bane is completely, completely different. Just over Bane the top dramatic, so right? Yeah, I think he could be both Bruce Wayne and uh, an aggressive, dramatic Batman. Do you know who who was a really good Batman or really good Bruce Wayne? Don't Adam West. Don't. <laughs> Adam West. Don't. Have you ever seen Vikings? No. So you need to watch Vikings. Okay. It's really good. But the the main character, Travis Travis uh, Fimmel, Fimmel, however you say it, is that the is that is that Bones or whatever they call them, the Boneless? No, that's Ivar the Boneless. No, he's uh, Ivar the Boneless. He's Ragnar. What a great name. He's Ragnar Lothbrok. But just his like he he's seriously now my favorite TV actor. Like his portrayal of this character. Like I, I can't watch enough of it. Like okay. I, I can't stop. All right. But like his mannerisms and stuff, like I think they really screwed up not having him audition to be the Joker. Really? Like just his mannerisms and like how he responds and acts and stuff. I'm like, man, this guy would be a great Joker. You know who? You know who would be? He would have been a great Joker. You know who would be Batman? I just figured it out. I helped you. Uh, you did. You did because you, you um, uh, put ja- Joaquin Jamie, Phoenix also as Batman. Jamie Lannister. Uh, Nikolai. Oh yeah, he would be pretty good. He yeah. would be a good. I can Bruce see Wayne that. Batman. Yeah, I can see got that. For strong sure. chin, jaw. He can. He he could. He. Jamie can Lannister that. is already Bruce Wayne and Batman. You know who I think actually like. Oh, solid it's, point. It, it's never gonna happen, um, just because of what he's already done. But seeing his like work of art, um, the guy who plays the Arrow, Stephen Amell. Yeah. He could. He could. He could have been a good Batman. You never would have known it because he didn't really do anything before this. Yeah. But like, seeing him play Oliver Queen and Green Arrow, I could see that transitioning into the Bruce Wayne life. Here's, here's my thing. Here's but my, it's never going to happen. It won't. Here's my one complaint about Arrow, and it's about all the CW stuff. They're so good. They all just got renewed. Yeah, well, all they did. Them. No, no, they did. And, 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 and C- they're the moneymakers. CW, Ugh. those are easily their highest rated thing. They get two to four million. Well, that's those and Riverdale is huge for them. Yeah, yeah, I bet. It is. Uh, no, I, I believe it. Sabrina the Teenage Witch thing is I need big. To, I need to check that one out. Um, Black Lightning was really good. But it's all just a little bit over the top because it's TV acting. Yeah. And it, it, like, it wouldn't, I, don't, I just don't think it would translate. But it's great for 
he, you know, he gets to cross over with the wrestlers and he gets to do yeah. that. I mean, well, I mean, same thing with your Jamie Lannister. I mean, that's over the top HBO TV. No, it's 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 not. Yes, the same. it's yes. <laughs> it's not. Yes. Okay, call me when Stephen Mel wins a Golden Globe. I'll wait. Did the other guy win a Golden Globe? Game of Thrones is one hundred. I'm not of talking them. about Game of Thrones. I'm talking about the over the top. But he doesn't. He's not over the top. Are they like in their own category now? Eight, like, they should be. They which Game just, of Thrones season's going to win the Golden Globe this year? Yeah. Which <laughs> characters need one? <laughs> Do we have Hodor? <laughs> Hodor. That guy won one just for knowing one word. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, they don't do the. They don't Stephen do the one word for knowing one word. Stephen Amell though, like he does That's the two words. He does like the dramatic TV. Let's make Cody Rhodes Batman. <laughs> He's having a year. He's having a year. Right. If this ended in him win like a great like role of some kind, where they're like, hey, be a, or like a villain. He could be like KG Beast in a movie. Like that wouldn't surprise me. He is me. a villain in the Arrowverse. Right. Well, he died. He already they already killed him off one time. No. Oh no, that was a uh, Edge. Yeah, they didn't kill him off. Edge came on and was a uh, was uh, Ray Palmer, and they killed him off like in the same episode. Nice. Ray Palmer, the good guy. He was the Adam. No, he's still in the show. Oh, did they bring another Ray Palmer? He was the Adam. I don't remember who. They yeah, were. he's in a. I don't, I, I'm behind a season on. Uh, oh, you're right. You're talking about. Uh, I'm talking. I'm not. Uh, you're, are you talking about the, the original Firestorm? No, the he he could grow. That's the original Adam. Was a guy who could grow, not shrink. Uh, and he was in like the Justice Society stuff. The, when they first started doing the crossover characters with the Flash and the Arrow and the other universe, he was like one of the first villains. He was a villain, villain. Yeah, he was a villain. Uh, and they killed him in the same episode. They brought him in. in. Killed nice. him. Brought him in. Killed him. Great, you're gonna be in the show. One episode. Right. And so then, I mean, Just I guess you could always go like episode. other Earths because they keep crossing over these right, other right. Earths. Yeah, but. you could do that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I um, God, the, that dude Travis Fimmel from. Vikings is amazing. I need to. I need to. Look it's at that. such a good, and it's easy to watch. Like it's on Hulu. You have Hulu now. Yeah, yeah. It's like forty-five minutes. Like literally in a three-week span, we got through the first three episodes. Okay, well, seasons. when I finish, and there's only ten. Ep- the first three is only ten episodes per season. When I finish these forty episodes of Walking Dead, I'm chopping through. <laughs> I'll go there next. Oh man, this Walking Dead stuff looks crazy. I'm finally catching up because these promos have looked so good. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, man, wow. We'll talk about that whenever we uh, we come back from the break. We'll, okay, let's do it. We'll brush a little bit on Walking Dead. Uh, I got one other bit of news um, to discuss with you a little bit about. Okay. Um, and then we'll get into some Walking Dead stuff. Let's jump out to a quick break so we got time next segment. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session. So let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, boy. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And me, Ned. And me, Ned. Me, Ned. I Bizarro like am Ned. <laughs> I am Ned. Me is Ned. Um, so, real quick, I'm trying to get through 
the second season of Iron Fist. Yeah? It's been real rough. Really? Yeah, it's been real rough. I'm halfway through. Row, row. Thank goodness there's only 10 episodes. Row, uh, row, row, reggae. Maybe that's why it got canceled. <laughs> yeah. It's real rough, man. I was halfway through Luke Cage season two when I basically kind of lost steam on the I lost. Stuff. I'm not through there. I'm trying to get through Iron Fist so I can go to Daredevil 3 and then Punisher 2. So in Iron Fist 2, you're never going to watch it. I wouldn't Probably think. not. You probably don't care either. Nope. Uh, they steal the Iron Fist from him. That did happen in a comic book. And so that's kind of fun, but it's just such a slow uh, just a middle crawl. build. Yeah, it's just a crawl getting through. I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's such a whiny uh, character. Is he tough. is a bad TV actor. Yeah, he's over the top. He's Wouldn't even talk to us at Comic Palooza. Uh, none of them Jerk. would. Um, <laughs> the only one who would was the was the uh, Mighty Ducks guy, and he would only talk to us off camera. <laughs> yeah, well, no, uh, Jeffrey Cantor. Je- Jeffrey Cantor did, did a great interview yeah. with us. That's fair. So um, I sent you this uh, link. Yesterday, the day before, yeah, uh, they are Netflix, right? They're finally casting Mark Millar's uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Yes, Nico, you know anything about Jupiter's Legacy? No, I do not. Uh, it's so I read the first three issues, which is like the, the first three trades, or the first three issues, first three issues. That's okay. It. Uh, but go ahead and tell us the premise: of what Jupiter's Legacy is. So the premise is essentially the Golden Age of Heroes. It's, it's like every Golden Age of Heroes, and everyone's happy: Superman and Batman, and yay! And then like they have kids, and it's about the kids, kind of. Being bored, adolescent, unfulfilled superheroes, basically. Spoiled brat. Yeah. Superheroes. Es- essentially. And so it's, what do you do when, like, the second generation just D- DGAF? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically. <laughs> when the second generation can't be bothered. So, you know, I, just, I wanted to bring that up because we we've been discussing over the past few episodes, what could Netflix do next? Well, here's a comic book series that they're, from Mark Millar, they're who signed a deal in, yeah. with him, mm-hmm. that they're looking to and make. He's, he's going to start developing stuff exclusively yeah. for Netflix, but they still have, like... Ten books of his to get through first. I think this could be not a bad. Uh, I think Netflix this is, show. This is the avenue for Netflix is to yeah. find creators. So Mark Millar has always essentially he hasn't done work for Marvel or DC in about fifteen years. He did the Ultimates for Marvel and he did the Authority for DC. And after that, th- I think they both were like, "Hey, you could do stuff, but remember, we got to kind of, kind of control you a little bit, tap you down a little bit." Uh, but they still wanted to be involved. So no like, one controls me. Uh, so Kick-Ass was, was his. Yep. And Marvel... Two movies out of it. Marvel published that. Um, and Marvel still published the other parts of it, too, like the Hit Girl series and all that. But as far as like regular work, he doesn't... I, th- I think the last thing he did was a Marvel Knight Spider-Man run. Um, he does his own creative stuff. He does. He, he's, he's Once he built up enough of a name brand... He went indie and he never came back. But I think this is also a uh, this the story is is a kind of a fun story that they could make it interesting for the oh, Netflix for sure. series. Absolutely. But yeah, I think this is Netflix Avenue. Let's go find comic book type stuff that not everyone knows about and turn it into something. Well, big. well, yeah, okay. We can't go to Marvel anymore. I mean, because we, we go to Marvel go to like DC. as big as so I mean. They Dare- both have started their streaming services at this point. Right. Well, Daredevil, Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Punisher, while they're not huge names, I mean, they're still pretty big comic book names they that a majority they of comic people know about. And they could have kept them, and they could have kept them going, but they couldn't have They couldn't have done much more. They could have sp- right. spread out from those and done a little bit more, but not too much more. Um, they were kind of in a corner, a little bit. No one puts baby in a corner. But... The, the better thing for them to do is to get out of those deals, let those things expire, get rid of the DC, get rid of the Marvel, get rid of the Disney stuff, and just start developing their own franchises because yeah. that's 
Netflix, of all the streaming services, has done the best job developing original content anyway. Very true. Um, and so for them, you know, things like Orange is the New Black. Um, that was a big one. Which was a big deal when it came out. Huge deal. Nine seasons ago. Uh, what was the what was the one the teenagers weren't supposed to watch because they would kill themselves? The 13 uh, Reasons Why? Yeah. Um, I didn't end up watching it until like two years later. It was, it, was a, it. it was a great series. It was great. But a lot of people, like it brought a lot of issues up for a lot of people. And right. a lot of people, I think I think they said teenage suicide went up like 10% because it was so impactful in people's lives. But also like suicide hotline numbers went up like 80%. True. Uh, but, uh, you know, they've, they've done a great job of developing their own brand at this point. If Netflix says it's a Netflix original, you at least read the bio, Stranger yeah, no, Things. You are sure. Oh, you're at least great. like, oh, a Netflix original. Let me check out and see. I don't think this one's for me. Yep. And, then you, and then you move over. Not but you at least me, go, dog. oh, Netflix released something. Okay, let me see what it is first. Um, uh, um yeah. let's jump into this Walking Dead stuff. Okay, Nico, how many uh, seasons am I behind? You're behind at least two seasons. Oh, that's Th- not too bad. Three. You're, three you're seasons. Three. Oh, I could catch up. Yeah, you, you yeah, could. I could catch up. It could take me a while. I think it's six episodes. A, considering how long the, ep- the seasons are getting now, <sighs> like twenty up. Yeah, that's what kills me. They've gotten up to like twenty. Yeah. Okay, so as much as I'm, I've been ranting and raving about Vikings. So seasons one, two, and three, ten episodes each, and then for whatever reason, season four they jumped to twenty episodes. Like, oh man, I don't can I do this? But I think not, it's I think the stories I think the stories are split up, so I mean it might be okay. But anyways. So um some recent stuff's been going on with uh Walking Dead that has um piqued my interest. Piqued your interest. Again. Okay. Yeah, I guess I am two years back because when we started the show, I was still watching Walking Dead, or I just You had just stopped. stopped. But we still had to touch on some things. Okay, let me let me so tell you. Yeah, because that was that was that was Don't right spoil when spoil anything. Let's just talk about the new stuff. Well, I'm me, gonna go back and watch. Let me tell you how old Glenn this dies. is as I'm watching as I'm watching the episodes. I fast forwarded a commercial and it's a movie trailer for a Spider Man movie. Ooh. And for a second I was like far from home, and then I was like, No, this was four years ago. This is Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, nice. <laughs> a nice that's that's how movie's been on DVD for like a year already. <laughs> yes. A nice. That is how far behind I, I I am as I'm getting caught up here. Uh, I mean, we all know the big stuff happens. They've talked about it. Uh, Andrew Lincoln's no longer on the show. Although uh, I'm seeing things where they're talking about a Rick Grimes movie. Michonne's so, leaving too. Did you know that? So uh, they just announced that. So either Rick Grimes isn't dead, or I heard he doesn't die. I, I don't know. I, I'm I not. I haven't, I haven't finished catching up yet. I'm not there Spoiler yet. Spoiler alert. Well, but but they keep talking about how Michonne may show up in an Andrew in a Rick Grimes movie, and so I'm like, well, I guess he's alive somewhere. I know the kid already said he went off to college, so he's not coming back. So they got rid of him. Um, I think the girl is gone too. Uh, Maggie Sawyer, uh, I believe. Is that Glenn's wife? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Don't uh, spoil it for me because she's she's premiering a new show on CBS. So what about um this these uh what you call it? He's gotten you back into it. Yeah, so they started running promos for the new season, and one of the things that popped up was this zombie herd that they're hiding from, they hear zombies talking, and they hear zombies go like, where are they? And they air that on the commercial, and you're like, <laughs> that's a pretty good. Thanks. I, I, yeah, that's pretty know, good. I'm a pretty good zombie. Uh, on the Zom- commercial, they're, they're, they air that, and so I was like, oh, the zombies are talking now. Like, this is going to get stupid. Well, now, after the season break, they're about to come back here. By the time you've heard this, they're already back. It was last night. Um, was, the, was the break into the new season. And what, what you have found out is there are now people manipulating the zombie herds from within by dressing up as the zombies. Yeah, because if you remember, I don't remember back in season one. 
Yeah. Season two, maybe. They would use the gimmick where if you covered yourself in the zombie guts. You would smell like a zombie. And they would leave you alone. Leave you alone. So the promos have shown people like stitching together like zombie masks. Essentially, I think they're skinning zombies. Yeah, they gotta be. They're skinning a zombie and then they're basically like wearing it as a costume. <laughs> and then so f- weird. Like, it's it's weird to think because to me it's like okay, how do you have stuff at this point? Like, how do you eat? What do you do? Like, do you sneak away from the zombies? Do you have stashes and places that you check right. on? Like, what do you? How do you live? But although the zombie just horde, pulls just pulls sandwiches out of his jacket, right, and just <laughs> slow eats as everyone's walking. Um, I, like it's kind of a weird. Uh, there's details I guess we're gonna have to figure right. find out. There's details we're gonna have to find well, out. I'll find out in two years. But but, <laughs> but the wicked interesting whether, whether part su- is the idea season twelve. Right, is the idea of them like smuggling in with the zombies, right? Because if you're in there just doing a regular, you're killing like twelve zombies, no big deal. And then one of them pulls a shank on you and starts moving around weird. Like whoa! Wait, is, what is what, this? What is, what is happening here? Super zombies! When did World War Z happen? Right, and so in one of the in one of the promos they show, Daryl is staring down like a little tunnel bridge, and there's like four zombies coming at him. And I guess they've already decided that the humans are in the herd. And so instead of trying to kill these zombies, he's trying to figure out which one is the person. So he shoots the zombies in the legs with his little crossbow. So he shoots one in the leg, and it keeps coming, and it makes zombie noises. He reloads. He shoots the second guy. It looks like he hits him in the crotch, and the guy falls over screaming. Uh, Not a zombie. Zombies get him. So the other zombies then turn around and proceed to eat him. Well, as all the zombies are eating him, there's one zombie who didn't get down and start eating, and it slowly starts turning around, but like at zombie speed, and trying to walk out the other way, like somehow it's a bored zombie. <laughs> but at this point, Michonne has circled around with her little super katana out, and that's when the guy it's basically a lightsaber, right? That's when the that's when the zombie stops shuffling and pulls a shank out of like its sleeve, and is like, "Let's go." And it's like, whoa, that, that was a pretty... Shank versus sword. Yeah, he doesn't, right, yeah. It doesn't go well for him. I don't him. think he lives. It doesn't go well for him. Don't think he's okay. But that's a really intriguing so concept. It's, so it's got you back in the mood, huh? Yeah, it, it does. And you know what, though? Like, I think we were a little unfair. Because I've been catching up, and it's the war stuff. Or the good? war between Rick Grimes and... I just got too much stuff going on, and I fell behind. Maybe I'll jump back into when it. When the kingdoms and all of them Negan. unite it, and they're fighting Negan... It's Negan, Negan is the best character in the show. It, and he has some really strong dialogue. He really does. I'll have to get back on it. Uh, before we get out of here, about to jump out. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned I'm a Jean Poots earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So while we were in the break, me and Nico were looking her up. I'm not that impressed. Really? I think she's I beautiful. She's this no is another example she's of no you Susan and I Sarandon. never, ever no. being interested in the she same girl. She is no Susan Sarandon. Joey, I'll you, tell you that much. You right and I now. could go our whole lives and never once be Eskimo family. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> a good. That's yeah, good. I mean, I'm not mad about you it. I'll never get in trouble over nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Does no. she have a friend? Because I'm not in this. She have an older sister that looks like Susan Sarandon? Because I'll be down for that. That is so disturbing. <laughs> older women make better lovers. It was a country song. That doesn't make it true. It makes it true. <laughs> no, I think I think what does a country song about it's, it's all over. true. It's a country, yeah. country songs make country laws. That's that's how you say it. <laughs> So I hope you enjoy this. this Wednesday. Every episode from here on out is epic and historic. That's right. This is two oh one. Oh man, two oh one. This boys. is the we're new, in uncharted territory. This is the new age. Uncharted territory. Don't forget the podcast will drop at six oh one p.m. today. You can hear it on Stitcher. I know you can because I fixed it. <laughs> Google Play Music, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, any of those things on the Facebook page at NerdThugRadio.com. Catch it anywhere. Catch it everywhere. You're listening to the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and Ned. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.